Two movies enter, one movie leaves as we watch two Jungles. One, a found footage film from 2014. The other one involving Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe. All today's that can be only one podcast. Welcome to the There Can Be Only One podcast where we watch two movies with the same title that have nothing to do with each other and determine if one or both of these movies need to change their title. My name is Robert Rowe and joining me today is... Herman Omega Prime Davis. This was coming from a recommendation from maybe a listener, at least a friend. <laughs> she may not even uh, like listen to this show, but Sarah recommended uh, the, oh. the second jungle we'll be talking about here today. Yes. Uh, the first one was one that I found because it was like, oh, I was going to watch it, but then I was like, hey, maybe... I can like get this roped in into something we do here, mm-hmm. and we got ourselves a show, baby. Yeah, that's a shindig. Yeah, that's exactly all. I, uh, that's what I do every time somebody tells me about a movie or whatever. I, I make sure <laughs> that there is another one. There isn't another one out at least close enough. There is an article in front of the jungle. The first one we're gonna watch. You know, I stop. I stopped telling people that, yeah, we already did that. I just like, you know what? I'm going to think about doing that. Why don't you check out the podcast and see if we ever get to it? Just, uh-huh. to, just to see if they, see if they ever catch on to okay. that joke. So which one have they suggested to you? Um, let's see. Avengers, Roadhouse. We've never done Avengers. I know. How would they know the other Roadhouse, by the way? Surprisingly, somebody suggested it to me. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I've definitely seen Roadhouse. Yes. Um, the Ralph Macchio. The, um, Crossroads. Crossroads, yes. Uh-huh. That it came up. Um Something else that uh, <laughs> Hatfield keeps Hatfield keeps suggesting to you, like Inside Out, maybe, or yeah, or some other, uh, Frozen. Does that get thrown around? Frozen no, seems Frozen. to be a very popular one. Um, there, there's actually a uh, if you go to the Ask Reddit section, uh, where they talk about uh, conspiracy theories that people believe to be a hundred percent true. One of them, the reason why that they call it Disney's Frozen. The movie, mm-hmm. the the one that Disney put out, yeah. is because whenever you do a Google search, they want that movie to be the first thing that pulls up, as opposed to Walt Disney having a frozen head, which is something that everybody keeps saying is the case. So you wow. say, if you do Disney's Frozen, you get the movie instead of uh, everybody saying that he has a frozen head somewhere. Okay. That, that's where they get it. But, but really, it's because there was a horror film that came out around the same time. They want to make sure that you know the difference. And it's funny that it gets... Uh, like they. They think it's because of the conspiracy theory because they were actually showing Disney's Frozen for free uh, off of the you know like that place off of Goodwood. Uh, not I think it's more off of Independence. That's it. That Independence uh, theater. The area. library. It's not the library. It's that place behind the library. Yeah, that's that, okay. That's break, uh, Independence Theater. Right, right. And they actually put Disney's Frozen just to make sure everybody knows which one they're talking about, as opposed to the uh, horror film where people lose limbs. Due to frostbite, so they don't want kids coming to that, and they're going, "Mommy, what's wrong with these people? Why do they do stupid things, Mommy? Why is he jumping off the the thing and not bending his legs? Mommy, why do they leave when there's a dog? There's several dogs there. They want to eat a Mommy. Why? Yeah, so they just want to see the other one, mm-hmm. which I'm guessing they're going to make a sequel of, right? They're uh, going to make another Frozen out most there, most likely. Yeah, I, I, uh, it wouldn't put it. Well, Disney don't like to make uh, sequels, so I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Now that I think about it, <laughs> Disney doesn't do that. Why yeah. would they? Why would they take their most profitable film they've had in years and decide, nah, we're not gonna do that? Don't Especially like when that's the movies. Like last year, their biggest film was Beauty and the Beast, which is a adaptation of a adaptation. Yes. So there wasn't a sequel. It's an adaptation. That's and it was all. Live, it was so, live action. Oh yeah, so they're gonna do a live Frozen. They're going to recast it. They're going to have, like, Amanda Bynes and, uh, I don't know, who would play Olaf well, and something like that. Amanda Bynes and uh, <laughs> uh, Josh Gads. Josh Gad? Is yeah. that, where are you trying to say that? You, yeah, you mix up Kyle Gass and Josh Gad? Yes, yes, that's the that dude. Um, you, yeah. you want him playing Olaf, though? Yeah, they don't have, like, costume. a hot new talent out there that could be a walking snowman? Plus, they're getting a lot of flack for the Olaf thing anyway uh, from the last movie they put out. If you saw Coco out in theaters, there was a short, eh, put that in quotes, a (laughs) short that they played in front of it that was 25 minutes long that after two weeks they decided to cut that out of it completely because people forgot what movie they were in, especially if you went to like an AMC theater 
and it's nothing but 20 minutes worth of previews, then you're stuck with that short. Then maybe we'll show you the movie if you're lucky sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, we don't need that. No. Speaking of which, Black Panther, 25 minutes short, involving Olaf. Yeah! I thought you were serious for a second. Before. I had to like, oh, no. Why wouldn't there be? It's a Disney property. <laughs> yeah. It's Marvel. Why wouldn't you combine the things that work best? You know, this sure thing that they have right now, there's no way they can fuck it up unless, hey, let's throw a huge short in front of it. Yay! That's what they're doing. So It would surprise me because I know they got, they got pre-ticket sales off the roof of that. Yes, they do. Uh, it's one that I'll probably have to catch next weekend, not, not, the, not like the Thursday or Friday. But, mm-hmm. but hey, that's not a problem. I, I'm sure it'll still be there. It's not like it's only going to last a week out there. Herm, Herman's worried about spoilers, though. Yes. Like, oh, will Black Panther save the day? Spoilers. <laughs> no, I'm just Come on. About, I'm just worried about people just laying out a little plot and stuff. I'm, There's I, probably going to be something at the very end, and it'll probably be related to Infinity Wars. That's all you need to know. Like, you probably need to stick around. There's Now it's not just one thing after the credits. There's usually two. Mm-hmm. And it'll probably be related to Captain America. Because that's where he ends up in, at least when you've been watching the Infinity Wars trailer. Mm-hmm. He's in Wakanda, so he's, he probably shows up there. He's he like, got hey, a can new he... shield. Well, he's, he doesn't have a shield anymore. He's got that Wakanda tech that he's, yeah. that he's on, got it on his arms. Because he can't eat, uh, which, which is essentially the same uh, uh, vibranium stuff that he's been using anyway, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, so uh, enough of our Marvel chat. We yeah. are now on to talking about The Jungle. The first one that we watched was from 2014. It involves the makers of people that make other horror films. Uh, what was it, Black Creek? That we uh, uh, Dark Waters. Dark Waters. Yes, <laughs> it's two words. Yeah, the, it's got to be one of those two words. It's got to be one of the. Yeah, but I don't see why it couldn't be. I think um, the sequel is going to be Dark Waters: The Beast. The Beast. Right. Uh, he basically kept. He basically get you with these catch catch words names. You know, he don't be. Uh, you don't got to think too hard about his movies. The Jungle, Dark Water. You know, just real simple. Sure, and uh, this one involves uh, the, this guy who's kind of like a conservationist. He he wants to go out into the jungle to find this leopard that's only in Indonesia, but I, I, enough of a myth out there that he needs to find it so people know uh, that this thing exists. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he gets the help. Uh, the guy that's doing this, his name's Larry. He, the guy he, he gets the help from, his name's Ben. They're like, hey, let's go and, and find this guy. We could totally do it. We'll get some of the locals to go out there and help us, and everything will be great, won't it? Yay! All right, so we're going to play a little bit of the trailer to give you kind of an idea. I don't think we need to play too much because I don't think there's like a in a world kind of guy in this, but we'll play it anyway, starting right now. You're on. So we're going to Indonesia to prove there's a viable breeding population of Javan leopards. You know, we've got the tranquilizer gun, keep it ready here. What do you think of this area we're going to? People and animals, they just disappear there. The tracker leaves there's a forest demon, a sorcerer, up in the mountains. What is it? Something watching it. Something has just killed a leopard. Wow. We don't think we should stay here. Leopards are a night creature. So see them, we've got night vision. So when we turn off our torch, this is what we see. And we're back, everybody. You got to give me a pause for this, dude. I'll point to you if you, because oh, okay. I, I know you want to hear your big, beautiful voice, sync, man. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I don't want to take your thunder. <laughs> I just need to make sure I know where the pause is in these, in these little uh, the things that we make. Oh. You, Oh, gee, oh, okay. no, now he's all concerned. <laughs> Herbert's turning his head away just a bit. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that's what happens. I apologize, Robert. I, I didn't I realize be, I that. I time stamping it. Yeah, I, I have to remove the top part of this in order to make, you know, put it at the end, man. I just need to know where it needs to go on these things. So this is probably like the first uh, found footage film we've done, right? I don't think we've done one. No, we haven't. This this was very um, unique. <laughs> what is your favorite found footage movie? Um, is there one that you recommend? Is it Blair Witch or is it Paranormal Activity? Paranormal, see, paranormal Activity. Those the are first the one. Those are top two. Blair Without Witch. This uh, really the last thirty minutes of Blair Witch is is the only thing I recommend. But uh, <laughs> yeah. 
you got to get the lore for it though. That's mm-hmm. the like you you got to get drawn into the world, man. Mm-hmm. And it, and uh, it was so much more. It's not something that I don't think anybody can watch these days with the same sort of way that we watched it. It's like one of those event experiences. It might have been like the first event movie experience that they were able to get viral marketing to work for our generation because mm-hmm. they even set up a website showing you like a vigil for all the vic- victims of this Blair Witch and uh, the footage. They even put it like in muddy, dirty sort of thing. This really was the uh, the the crumbs that led J.J. Abrams into building his series the way he does it, like Lost or Cloverfield. Those are the ones that he, he likes to get you that mystery, that, that black box that you're not sure what's in it, sort of the mystery mm-hmm. box sort of thing. Uh, there's a couple other ones that weren't bad that I've seen recently. Uh, have you ever seen The Dirties? No, I have not. It's about these kids that like to make movies and they're in high school and they have these bullies that are bothering them the whole time while they're doing it. So their plan is to basically eliminate these guys in the only way they know how, which is not only shooting a movie but creating like a mass shooting where they, they take out the dirties during class. And uh, the other one they did was called Operation Avalanche, which came out a couple years ago, about a fake moon landing where they were NASA execs and decide that they don't have the tech yet to land on the moon. So they're the ones that came up with the idea of making a fake moon landing. And so it's a found footage, but they make it look like it's from the 60s, which is pretty interesting. They actually have a TV series that's sort of – it's not necessarily found footage, but it's definitely played on the fly called Nirvana the Band – the show, I think it's like that's the full title, Nirvana the Band, the show. It is very manic. <laughs> that's a, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but if you like uh, movie references, it's definitely something to look into. Uh, I, yeah, I, I would say uh, the best thing out of their bunch, though, is Operation Avalanche. That's the one I enjoyed the most. Okay, I'm going to check it out. But uh, the last... You could tell me is the the gallows was that that was found footage right? It, it felt like it was found footage the way watching it and stuff. The gallows. I don't remember the gallows. Okay. It, it, is that the one where like the uh, somebody was like hanging people and yeah, then a stage play. twenty years later? Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sure that's a. I, I've only heard podcasts talk about it. I've never actually seen the movie. It's, a, it's all right movie in the the Apollo mission. I, I want to get the wrong number, but it was Apollo something like what? Oh, uh, the one that was after everything. So we had yeah. what, what fourteen or thirteen? Yeah, the one. The reason why they don't go back to the eighteen moon, the or whatever. You saw yeah. that one? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Okay. So those are Herman's. Eh, it was good recommendations. Now yes. we have one here called the Jungle. Uh-huh. As we talked about, there our star is named Larry. His best pal, <laughs> his camera guy, his name's Ben. They're off to the jungle in Indonesia to find this leopard. And in the process, they find something so much better. They found booty. They found friendship is what they found. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, uh, found a, they had a couple of guides that were helping them along the way. They're Basically, the only thing that they're trying to do is to find this leopard. And in the process, they find this other creature that is so much more dangerous than this leopard and decide that they're going to try to capture it. Because they, I think they shoot it with tranks. They don't even bother shooting it with like a real gun, even though for a conservationist, Larry had was loaded. He had tons of equipment. Well, he didn't uh, want that to, was for like uh, an offense as opposed to a defense. They didn't want to capture it. They just wanted to put a collar around it so they could track it and monitor it. They wasn't trying to catch. Oh, well, it. the leopard. But I'm talking about this other thing. No, that's this, what, this other creature that's out there that they weren't sure about. That's what they were trying to. That's that's what they were going to like. It was a myth. Like uh, he didn't believe in the um, the village lore of the um, a devil creature in the jungle and something like that. So he kind of hopped that he thought it was just going to be a big like a big leopard they never ever seen before, <laughs> like one that just ate a lot of food. He yeah. was just overweight for for his size. Yeah. That kind of leopard, huh? Yeah. Andre the Giant. No, yeah, yeah. Is that how you're gonna you're gonna shame him? Into saying that he he's fat and shouldn't he can't move around because he's got a bad back sort of thing. No, he's just a big dude. That's a poor leopard right there, Herman. That you're messing around with. Oh well, you can change the stripes. Uh, he, you don't have stripes with leopards, dude. Oh, spots, dots, dots. Yeah, 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 they're dots. You connect the dots. That's exactly <laughs> la, what you la, do. La la la, connect the dots. La, All right. La, la. Uh, so some of the locals won't come out with them because there's these uh, beliefs that there's a, a other creature out there that's removing heads from everything. 
And they're like, ah, forget it, man. We're in there for only one thing, and that's for us to find a leopard. They find the leopard, and then they find something else. They said, let's go after the other thing. And then one by one, they get eliminated until everybody's gone. Is, isn't that And I'm guessing the monster uploads the movie so we can watch it, <laughs> which is, is, is kind of what happens at the end. Isn't it a recipe for always uh, danger in movies, in life in general? Like, you go somewhere, like, say you go to Vegas, and the locals tell you, hey, Robert, don't go down there. Don't go down the strip. And you're like, you don't tell me what to do. I'm going down the strip, and then you get hit with the um, the volcano or something. Well, that's just life in general. It you either you either accept that somebody with more experience knows exactly what they're talking about, or you don't believe anything unless you see it with your own two eyes. Mm. Uh, I've I've had this discussion with people in the past uh, where they talk about uh, uh, if I if I knew myself, if I went back in time and told myself what what an asshole I was going to be. <laughs> I would listen to myself. I was like, no. No, you wouldn't because you had your parents. Your parents knew exactly the problems that could and could not happen, and you still did the wrong things every single time. So there's no way you would have listened to even yourself if you went back in time and told yourself, hey, stop doing this. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that anybody listens to anyone with more experience unless they have ex you know, like they're the ones that have uh, dealt with the problem themselves. If you deal with uh, uh, a bad situation, then you you're gonna get that honed into your mind. That's mm -hmm. one of those things that I think a lot of people uh, gravitate toward when it comes towards uh, life experiences or or actually having beliefs. Is if they've walked the walk, then they can talk the talk. Not not necessarily listening to somebody who thinks that they know better. So uh, that that's just life. That's the way life is. And this mm -hmm. guy who uh, who's never been to Indonesia knew better than these locals. That there's no way there's anybody out there that's going to stop them from finding this uh, leopard. And he's like, nope, I'm going to find it, and it's going to be great. And they do find it. And it turns out um, <laughs> they wanted to find something else, and that something else was death. And, yeah. and they even found, like, a shrine that this, this creature had created. So not only was this guy uh, or this creature, whatever it was, going around killing things, but he had created a Predator 2-like trophy case of all the dead things mm -hmm. around it. Like, they, they take a, a wide-angle shot of everything inside that hut that he created right out of primitive technology, the way that hut was set up. And and then when they come out, the guy's like, whoa, 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 whoa. and then and then the camera drops and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. and to the yeah. camera, you're like, all right, fine, whatever, okay. Mm -hmm. This film was okay. There wasn't anything great about it. If you're gonna go see a found footage film, then this is like one of those. This is exactly like every other found footage film out there. If you are sick and tired of found footage films, this is not the one that's gonna get you back into the fold mm -hmm. at all. This is just normal, average. Uh, could easily just be a ride at a theme park sort of <laughs> thing. Yeah. You know, like a VR experience, except mm -hmm. it's an hour and a half long. That's about what this was. Don't you feel? Or yeah, did yeah. I mean, the movie, it was kind of funny. It, it started off kind of interesting just learning the backstory of people. But <laughs> I would say halfway into the movie, I kind of checked out. That's when I was like, okay. I'm, well, I'm you had to wait done. until the monster came. That was yeah. the problem. They, they spent a lot of time trying to get their... Add their money shot so they could find that leopard and then all of a sudden like eh whatever oh this other thing okay let's follow mm -hmm. this instead so that's yeah it took him an hour and a half to do something like that really yeah the movie shouldn't have been very long I thought it was funny that uh, Larry's wife was named Jane and that he was going to the jungle and she was not <laughs> I did not catch that joke but that was... well I don't think I don't know if they meant it or not but they called her Jane and I just was like oh well that's funny so, uh, name-wise, I will flat out say that this film does not deserve the title of The Jungle because it does not really represent what everybody in movies thinks a jungle is. They might as well have been in a forest. That's about what it felt like. There's something that we'll bring up in this second film that I think uh, helps with the title more than this first one mm -hmm. in that it was more about the elements involved. You never got a feeling that these guys, even though they slept outside, uh, like in tents, they didn't go back to uh, like their campsite every night, which they should have, especially after catching that leopard. Why, do, why they didn't bother, I don't understand that part. But uh, they, there was nothing that was hurting them other than this creature, where in most jungles, the way jungles are usually set up, there's everything trying to kill you. And then you can make an argument that the creature... 
really didn't bother them until he until they kept coming into his uh, nick of the woods. Like, yeah, exactly. Like he, they like the creature kept on running away from them, running away from them. But uh, Larry just kept on. Hey, let's go see what that's about. Let's go. And the other guys was like, you know what, man? Let's go home. And his telescope was attached know? to a gun, which that didn't help at all, especially if he knew what a gun <laughs> was. The whole time he's looking at him through whatever uh, uh, dark light that he's watching this. He's mm-hmm. looking through the periscope on a sniper rifle aimed right at this, this creature. And the whole time he's like, just leave me alone. I've already got one of your skulls. I don't need more. I need other skulls. I need leopard skulls. Can I you want, find me some more of those? I want some variety, man. All right. So do you have any titles that you want to throw out there? And I can immediately <laughs> say that these are horrible titles. What? Dark Side of the Jungle? That I don't see it, no. <laughs> what? I, I want I to get away from jungle, period. You want to get away from jungle, period? Yeah, because yeah. there was no jungle. I think that, that uh, them implying that the jungle was the thing that killed them is incorrect. Mm-hmm. So uh, it needs to be something else. If you wanted to play on Leopard, that's fine. Yeah. Like Dead Leopard, which I thought what would be funny if they even used the same font as Def Leopard, except they, it says Dead Leopard. Or whatever that I, I, as as a joking reference, yeah. One of the guys' name is Booty, so we were saying Booty Call because all the time he, they kept yelling Booty, and we're like, well, that, they're just begging for this title. Well, but I really think that the title of this movie should be Endangered Species because the leopard is endangered, but they didn't realize that's the species that we're not talking about. We're talking about man being endangered by this creature, killing them. So would you spell it the regular way or would you spell it I N danger? What in in danger species? Yes. <laughs> sure, we'll do it that way. Yeah, That'll work. Right. <laughs> Endangered species. Yeah, that's uh, that that's the title I like more. Uh it, would you recommend this film to anybody, Herman? No. Okay, no, I agree. No. no. Let's move on to film number two involving Daniel Radcliffe. Let's play a bit of a trailer and hopefully a bit of silence here so I know where this trailer is going to be. Carl, what are you doing? The only guy who knows where we are and what we're going to do, and he just walked away. Carl! Stop! Follow the river! Back, everybody. You can say something now. All right. <laughs> so that was Jungle, starring Daniel Radcliffe, and it didn't look like anybody else that famous. Because when you get a Daniel Radcliffe, you kind of blow your money. And and to be fair, he's it, right? Mm-hmm. For most of the movie. Well, the other guy, the um, Curl, he been <laughs> he been a lot, he been to some stuff. Like, okay, you, you recognize him? No, I do not. I don't care. Okay. Because <laughs> right. really, that's the problem that Daniel Radcliffe has. And it could be a problem that you you either don't care that everybody knows who you are and what you're famous for, so you just do whatever film you feel like, mm-hmm. or it's a problem where you just decide that you are now like the the sidekick to somebody that that is more famous, but you you're still going to be in the big time movies, or you just don't do movies anymore. Like those are pretty much your only options for that sort of thing. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe doesn't do much of anything. Other than independent films, he's he is he is exactly like Elijah Wood in that re, uh, respect. He they find a project that they enjoy and they decide to make that instead of anything big. What, what, what did Elijah Wood did that was so big that he could actually like Lord of the Rings? What are you talking about? Uh, okay, <laughs> you mean those three films that he's now nothing but recognized for? I thought that was Tobey Maguire. Oh, exactly. Okay, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, no, no, he did Harry Potter and I think he's set for life. So why not go ahead and test his acting chops on some of these uh, roles and stuff, which he had to like starve himself, you know, for this he's role. He's kind of a thin dude. He, he could have easily, he may have only lost like maybe 20 pounds for that movie. I doubt he lost too much for that. And you can CGI that stuff. You saw The Martian, right? No, I think he did. I think he thought. No, I think he I'm just himself. saying like in The Martian, whenever they showed Matt Damon, oh, he, yeah. that was all CGI whenever they showed him like being all skinny and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they're 
they're kind of going against that sort of uh, norm because it, it kind of ruins your body when you do something like that. And right now Christian Bale's going the opposite way again because he's supposed to be playing Dick Cheney. So he gained like like sixty or seventy pounds in order to play him. That dude, yeah, I, I love him as an actor, but I don't think he's gonna make it past sixty. No, he probably won't. Yeah. He'll probably disappear into one of his roles and just kind of like fade away mm-hmm. into the ether, sort of thing. So you have Daniel Radcliffe. He is Yosef in this film. It is based on a true story, and they don't even say based on a true story at the front. They say this is a true story because based on doesn't have that same ring that it used to. They want to make sure you know what they're telling you is, as far as they're concerned, is as true as possible. He is a guy that is, uh, he's Jewish and doesn't want to be in like a normal sort of family relationship sort of thing. So he's going to discover himself in the one place everybody discovers himself, Bolivia. We go off to South America to discover ourselves, right? We just fade into Bolivia. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you want to call it, Fade into Bolivia? Oh, that would have been a good one. I was going to let this one keep its title, but that, is sound, that, is, that do sound pretty good right there. So um, they, they're they basically just laying around and doing whatever local drugs are there and having sex with women because the women are like, hey, look, it's Harry Potter. I want to have sex with him. And that, that always throws me off when I see something like that. I don't know if you saw The Circle recently, the one with Tom Hanks. No, it's on my cue list. I don't know. If I, I don't know. But more importantly, it had Hermione in it. And eventually, in the movie, they discover, wait a minute, this is Hermione. Let's make her the face of the organization. Because it's Hermione. Why wouldn't we? That's basically what happens here with Daniel Radcliffe. It's not saying he isn't a good-looking dude, but come on. He's, gonna, he's, he's definitely like going to play at the fact that he's Harry Potter. So he, he's going to get women, and he's going to, like, everything's great at this point. So they run into this guy, and he is a explorer in the area, and he tells them, well, I can give you the ultimate experience of being in Bolivia. In fact, uh, I can find you this tribe where we have tons of gold. This is very similar to Lost City of Z, yeah, but, yeah. but a different time period, where this is 1980 instead of the... 1911, 1912? It, it was turn of the century at first. Like When he started going out there, it was before 1900, but he ended up going after World War One, but before World War Two. So it was around that time when he did it. Yeah, that's when he got lost in... Um in the, in the last time he got lost right before World War II. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But in this case, um, everything's been found. So, like, there, if there's any lost cities out there, I think that they've at least found the remnants by this point in, in, in the movie that we watched today. No, they did find a lost city in, um, in Brazil, like, 10 years ago. So, they did find one. Right, right. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, that's not the whole purpose of this. It's just a way to get, like, a very uh, upfront view of Bolivia. And they're like, sure, we'll do this. And uh, they kind of fast-forward through all the good stuff because they actually find a village and everything's great sort of thing, and they get along with everybody. But then they got to move along because they actually have a timetable during this film. They have a uh, uh, – there's the, the, the monsoon season is about to hit at any moment, so they need to make sure that they beat it out before they actually come back. So they're, they're moving along, and one of their friends, uh, was, there was Carl, and then there was – Marcus. Marcus. Marcus is the one with the bad feet. Marcus – is is not doing very well and so their guide's like uh like we need to slow down in order for this to work he's like but carl's like i got a better idea let's take a raft and they're like okay let's do that turns out their guide does not know how to handle rafts very well neither do the other guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) so eventually gets to a point where they have to split up two people take a raft it is daniel radcliffe that's his that's yosef and carl kevin it was Kevin? Is yeah. Carl their guide? Yeah, Carl the guy. Oh, okay. Kevin, that's right. He yelled Kevin a lot, and I kept thinking of a Home Alone. So, uh, yeah, I forgot about that part. So Ka- Carl's the guide. So Carl goes along with Marcus, Marcus, the one with the bad feet. They mm-hmm. decide to take the trail. And uh, Yosef goes along with Kevin. And they're going along at a decent pace. And then all of a sudden, not a decent pace because they hit some rapids. Their, uh, their raft goes up against a rock. And uh, Kevin's able to break free and is going to rescue Yosef, but Yosef gets taken away and is now in the middle of the jungle and trying to survive. So he is out there for, what was the final count? Three weeks. It was, it was 21 days? Yeah. And you are basically stuck with Daniel Radcliffe and his thoughts during that time. It's very much the same way of like The Revenant or Castaway. These are movies that are trying to test the will of their actors to see how they interact with nothing around. I think 
they're, they they do some safe stuff in this movie. <coughs> Excuse me. No problem. <laughs> yeah, it, it reminded me a lot about Castaway but with the whole talking the to himself yeah. and everything. Uh, Revenant, it, Re- yeah, Revenant was way more silent <laughs> than them. So basically, you get lost in his thoughts for three weeks. He basically <laughs> see him hallucinating, um, trying to do things to, to survive. Like he, The first thing he tried to do to survive, he get left with some speed tablets. So he take that become Superman-like, and start running around looking for Kevin, 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 Kevin. That's how he lost the weight. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, because he was on speed all day. Yeah. So once he realized that that's not working out for him, he decided to leave a little note for Kevin in case Kevin passed him up, and he just continued to go down the track. Uh, By him doing so, he... um, well, I, I was I was just saying like during during that whole process of him being by himself, the 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 director decided to give him some safe outs by by letting his imagination go with him. Yeah, it's not even like flashbacks. There's just moments where he's laying by himself, and then all of a sudden he goes into dreamland where he's back in Vegas, or he goes into dreamland and he's back with his parents, mm-hmm. or there's that. That, that, that awfully good-looking native woman <laughs> that just passes him that could have easily just been someone with, like, oh, we're going to give you a bowl haircut in the front to make it look like you're, you're ethnic sort of thing. And the whole time he's just supposed to be by himself. So he doesn't have, like, a volleyball to talk to. No. He doesn't he, – he's not just muttering or whatever by himself or, uh, or anything. But it, it's definitely just Daniel Radcliffe – Acting, doing his acting thing. But this is based on a true story. No, no, no. It is a true story. We, yeah, we don't need to throw okay. that. It's a true story, but they could not put everything that he went through in there. Some things they left out in the movie is that one time he woke up covered in leeches. One time he slipped down a slope and appelled his rectum on a broken stick. Uh-huh. And one time he woke up with a swarm of termites eating patches of his skin where he urinated himself. So, so if we've learned anything, do not fall asleep because every time you wake up, something bad happens. So yes. stay awake the whole time. Take the whole bottle of speed and just go out of that place like a, like a Benny Hill scene where you just go, and you just run right out and you're fine. So that's all he needed to do. And he probably would have wound up dying if not because Kevin got rescued and Kevin would not give up looking for him. Right, right. So, but know. but what's funny is this movie like tries to end on a happy note by showing you that like uh, like all the pictures of Yusuf and and Kevin and like what they do now, and then they go back to the other guys, Marcus and Carl, and say, "Yeah, nobody found them." <laughs> so that when they went off on their own, uh, they 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 figured like Carl was just like his alias or whatever, which is something that they implied early in the movie because. There's a moment where they're like saying, "Yeah, Carl said like leave all our uh, wallets and IDs behind because this is about experiencing yourself and being by yourself the mm-hmm. whole time," and and that's like a huge red flag. I don't think anybody wants to do anything these days without having some form yeah. of ID on them. These days, that was 1981. Well, you it's could still just the do same it. thing. It, 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 they're not any different. <laughs> There's still people trying to sell your skeleton to, to universities back then, so it's not like. You you uh, leaving all your stuff behind is uh, unnormal back mm-hmm. then. There's still bad people. It's just not as highly reported. I think that's one of those things that uh, you find out about later in life. Whenever you know more than than you did when you were younger, yeah. that you realize how close you were to dying when you were younger. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. Because because you look back in the situations that you put yourself in, and you're like, wow, why am I not dead? Because I should be. Mm-hmm. I'm just really stupid, and and that's that's just life, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I got lucky. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think about that like a card game. I was at, I got robbed, and the lady got shot in the leg. I'm like, shit, and I'm trying to look around and see what happened. All right, let's start all over from the top here. <laughs> Herman's card game, which was where and uh, when? It wasn't was my it? card game. Uh-huh. Basically, in New Orleans, my mama got together with a bunch of other women, and they played Tonk. A game that consi- I don't know how to play it, but um, money was involved. It's like Bure or Spades yeah. or something. So okay. you know, we're talking about women. It, like maybe a couple of men will come to the card games, but it was mostly women, like uh-huh. fifteen and twenty women in the card game. And but since everybody kind of knew these card games had money in there, right? Like how much was, money was it? Did, did they? Did you find out afterwards? Like I how- never found out how much, but let's say like each woman had like at least a hundred dollars, and you got the fifteen women. So okay. that's fifteen hundred dollars that you you know is at sure, these card sure, games. Sure, sure. Um, so basically, uh, 
Uh, they, 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 it was in not a good part of the neighborhood. <laughs> you were to, in New Orleans, where? <laughs> yeah. Where can and that place is pristine? What are you talking about? So basically, me and my mom, we just got there and stuff and uh-huh. everything. And another woman came in behind us, coming in. She was about to turn around and close the door. Right. Next thing you know, two dudes bust in with their mask cover. Now my mama protected me. You know, basically hit. You know, made me hit behind her while pushing me up against the wall. But I'm. Just being like seven years old at the time. Right. I'm trying to look around and see and stuff. And she's like, no, 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 no. And basically one woman started talking um, mess to one, to the robbers. Right. And he shot in the leg. <laughs> yeah. And like. Um, I'm guessing no police reports were filed. No, no. The police like, came out. Oh, okay. Later on, you know, because the woman got shot. She had to leave by ambulance and everything. Well, damn. And like me and. The woman who was throwing the card game, yeah, her son was my age. That's why my mama brought me because you know, that's you know you play with the other kids there and stuff. Sure, sure, and sure. And like uh, we were just playing around. We didn't dick or nothing about it and stuff. You know, we just let them do their business, talk and stuff. Then we went home. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess since you didn't get shot, that wasn't a problem. But <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yours, yours is more right up front. Like you didn't need to think like later in life. Oh yeah, I could have died. It yeah. was like the next day you should have realized. Oh man, I lived. Well, 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 I now can dedicate my life to goodness and well, stuff. Which is funny because we just watched Forty Seven Meters Down, and my daughter asked me, "Would I ever sleep with sharks?" Uh-huh. And I sat there and thought about it. I said, "No, baby, I grew up around a bunch of sharks. You yeah. know, being from Hollywood." So I was like, "I don't need to put myself in those situations." So tying it back to this movie, do, I would do never your, go back. Do to Do your jungle. kids know about this story? No. My kids, no, I guess that's the funny thing about it. I guess because, um, because of the way I grew up, not saying that my mom, I mean, not I wasn't out there bad enough. My mom would try to protect me, but I seen a lot of stuff. My kids are so vanilla when it comes to this kind of stuff. Oh, like, wow, do they do they want to know? Have they asked you about anything? No, like, no. you just haven't told them, or I just haven't told them, and they probably won't believe me that the some of the stuff that I seen growing up, okay, because you know, I'm just I'm daddy, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm corny, aggravating daddy. Oh, okay, you know, fair enough. All right, so uh, getting back to the jungle, or jungle, excuse me. Uh, you have uh, uh, Ratcliffe uh, goes into some weird he- uh, fever dreams at points and eventually uh, starts taking off his shirt. He got into quicksand, which is something you don't see very often in movies because, uh, or these days. Movies, like that was a trope back in like the 30s and 40s, never, never today, uh, because no one gets caught in quicksand anymore. So. Uh, throw in that John Mulaney bit where he talks about it. But it's just funny to see that he uh, got caught in quicksand. You also see his feet at some point. It's one of those things that whenever you watch too much uh, uh, docus on wars where they talk about mm. the real killers of World War One and Two, where it's just trench foot what did more damage than guns could ever do, and you see why, and you're like, oh, I, I'm never going to skip laundry day and ever <laughs> Ever, never, ever again. I, I think mean, that's the reason why I got like thirty pair of socks. I'm just yeah, like, I change my socks all the time. Right. I'll I'll go on trips and in like a couple of days, while I'll wear the same socks, and all I have to think about is like what Daniel Radcliffe's feet looked like uh-huh. at that one point. I'm like, I don't have to do that. Again. My my lady friend made fun of me because you know how I, you know I drive, and mm-hmm. when it rains, sometimes I step in the puddle, my feet get wet. I'm stopping, I'm going all the way home, and I'm changing shoes and changing my socks. He's like, you really going to go change your shoes and socks? I said, yes, I do not I do not walk around with wet socks. That's my pet peeve. I, if my socks was wet, that ruined my whole day. Kind of like when we, the first day we got in Austin, right. and I walked into the dog bowl, yeah. and I was like, I got to go change my socks. What was great is he he saw that we had a washer dryer and immediately we went, yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't have to deal with this nonsense. Yes. Uh, the guy that directed this movie is Greg McLean, who uh, did the Belko Experiment and Wolf Creek and Rogue. Uh, these are all horror films. This mm-hmm. is probably his only non, I guess, big horror film that he hasn't done, but you could definitely tell that influence at points. Uh, in this movie, especially with the design, like there's there's a point where Daniel Radcliffe has worms in his head that he has to cut out, and you see all that stuff, and you know this is done by a director that likes that sort of des- you know, like that sort of creature design. Well, That's was, why we saw it. It was a lot of anticipation in this film. I gotta admit that. I mean, he did have one scene where he did have like a, a jaguar or some type of beast come out, but a lot a lot of times in this film, when Daniel Radcliffe was by himself. I thought that something was going to jump out the forest, and right. nothing, nothing ever jumped out. 
No, it, it's it's the slow burn of the force that that gets you every time. You don't need to have like an action scene, especially if you're trying to create that realism. And maybe that's uh, why some sometimes it's kind of toned down. Like you have that same thing with the Revenant. Like if you read the real story about like how that guy survived, it is even more ridiculous than what really happened. Mm-hmm. But they had to tone it down because there's levels that they feel that the audience will feel uh, will understand. Well, look look at the things they left out expect, that I just read yeah. about. Like when I heard about right, the Revenant part, I was like, whoa. Yeah, we didn't need to see it because he already experienced enough when we were yeah. watching this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there, there are points where we just go, "Oh, come on!" And that's uh, there. There are there are elements to any story that are usually sacrificed in order to create a good narrative for something like this. But being in two hours, it didn't have to follow the normal formula that you see for movies when it comes to uh, putting your putting your heroes in a predicament and getting out of the predicament. Like they 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 uh, they settled with the film for a little while. Like they they let it simmer. For like forty five minutes before we let Daniel Radcliffe go off on his own, mm-hmm. because it, it 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 I mean if you've seen the trailer you know what's going to happen. It's not like and being based on a true story you know yeah. what's going to happen afterwards. Kind of like what we was talking about in during the movie when Time to Kill somebody ruined it for me. Well, like it's a book, it came yeah. out. Yeah, well, no, I, yeah, it's, if it's based on on a on or not based if it's a true story and it's all about his experiences in the in the jungle, then yeah, he lived. Mm-hmm. And and it's it it and because of that this film this film's good but it's I I put the asterisk on good where I'm I don't think I'll ever watch this again. <laughs> this is one of those movies that are that like when you when you watch it like oh I can see the the love and care put into it but man I don't want to see this again. Uh, I I have seen and would watch again. Uh, the the other one we mentioned, Lost no, City of Z. Z. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a really good movie. It's uh, much longer though. I think it's like two and a half hours, but it's also yeah. on Amazon Prime. That's where I watched it. At, yeah. yeah, but I enjoyed that thoroughly just because it it played more like a old timey exploration uh, film as opposed to this, which is more yeah. you're in the dirt, you're you're stuck in the grime with Daniel Radcliffe this whole time. So surprised didn't get the Oscar now, you know. Compared well, to they really movie. didn't get released in theaters. If you if we're watching it there, I don't think it had much of a, a theatrical release. If I thought that, you seen it in the theaters when you watched it. Oh, well, Lost City of Z. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about Jungle. I, I, oh I, no, this one though, I don't understand why it didn't get no Oscar. No, I saw Lost City of Z in theaters. The reason it didn't get anything is because. It's it uh, was released what in, in March April mm-hmm. and a lot of films usually get lost in the uh, the the tumbler when it's that case and this and Lost City was meant for a British audience it's probably done a lot better overseas but that entire cast is nothing but Brits and it's about a Brit doing all this stuff Wait, Charlie, so they did, is Charlie a Brit I didn't know he was a Brit yeah Hunnam yeah, yeah that that dude okay. yeah I didn't know he was a Brit. Well, it's it you know everything about it's like British, 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 British. Okay, that, that's that's the whole point. But anyway, uh, but otherwise, uh, like for Daniel Radcliffe movies, uh, it's probably like I mean, if you take away the Harry Potter films, sure. I mean, we referenced it while watching it. it is uh, there? It, he he definitely likes uh, <laughs> looking like a dead person, just mm-hmm. like with Swiss Army Man. <laughs> but he 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 does films like this because I think he wants to play off character. Like yeah. he wants to he doesn't want to be himself. Did anymore. you see uh, Catch Me? Uh... Well, damn, I oh, did, I, did I tell you about the Not Catch you... Me If You Can? That there's another Catch Me If You Can? No, you didn't tell me. Yeah, there. Uh, the the I, I think when we were watching uh, a Flashpoint, I looked up Tangerine Dream, which was the band that did the uh, soundtrack for it, and they did a they did the soundtrack for another movie called Catch Me If You Can in the mid '90s, and it's a racing film. No. Yeah, yeah. I but but I've seen the other one. So yeah. what's the point? Yeah. No, but uh, now you see me. Uh... Two, when he plays the the base of the villain in that sure, movie. Sure, sure. I, I, I like I like his performance in that one too, and I I like his performance in the Lady in the Black. Mm-hmm. So Dan, Daniel, I think Daniel is gonna have a nice career after Harry Potter. Oh, you're good. Yes. <laughs> you're going out on a limb yeah. and saying, I think this kid's got something. Yeah. He, hey guys, I know you've been like not sure if you should have him star in your movie <laughs> because. He doesn't have like millions of fans that will devote yeah. uh, be devoted to anything I he's think, in. I think he's the kind of guy you could actually put a franchise behind him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, huh? maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's also funny to see how how easily he can grow facial hair. Like he he can sprout that stuff 
like nobody's business. He he has he has the goods when it comes to growing like a beard, something that I'll never have. <laughs> you, and, and like you him got and, it better than me. Him and Robert Pattinson, like they 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 can grow beards like nobody's business. So maybe maybe they'll mention like these were just Hollywood beards, like they were just put on like mm-hmm. a like a merkin for your face sort of thing. But still. They look impressive, especially for their ages. I'm I am a forty year old man, and my, my my shit looks awful. I don't I don't know what the problem is. My dad had to wait till his like late fifties to start growing hair, mm-hmm. and 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 now now it's it's beset upon me for the same ailment. So bleh, whatever. Someone told me it's like um, you got Indian in your family. Oh, is that it? That's what someone told me. So they they do not know what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't it. care what their experience yeah. tells them that it's Indian that yeah. does. No, yeah. it, I'm just I'm I'm a blonde guy. Blonde guys usually don't have beards. That's the thing. Yeah. Unless you're like uh, like beefy dude, and I'm not a beefy dude. That's that's well, that's, your, that's your problem. Stop running and start lifting weights and take some uh, steroids. All right. So are we going to change the title of this movie to Lost in Bolivia? <laughs> because I did, I was not I, I this was an accident. I actually thought Man of Action was also a possibility yes. because he said that several times. You but know, I like Lost in Bolivia uh, as as like kind of a jokey title, yeah, especially. I, I, but I also like Jungle. I like them both. I so. like both of them too because I mean, this did take aspect of the jungle and incorporate a lot more of the jungle. You had snakes, mm-hmm. fire ants. I mean, the only thing that was missing was um was was gators, a, a leopard, <laughs> the leopard they were finding <laughs> in the previous one. Yeah, the um that. But no, I'm I'm cool with Fade to Bolivia because I mean he lost him lost lost in Bolivia because um he really was lost and it was it was yeah. Bolivian for him. I know it sounds like a stupid title, but I'm gonna go with it. We're gonna both both these titles need to change. It, it, Endangered Species is now the title of the first one that we watched. The second one is now Lost in Bolivia. We now make it so. Make it so. Yeah, yeah. Hit the gavel. Yeah, yeah. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. You, yeah. want, you want anything else before yeah. we get out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get out of here, uh-huh. I, hey, I have to admit, I'm sorry about this late then because I'm about to talk a little bit about my um, Oscars a little bit. But Oh, <laughs> you want to talk? Okay, yeah. fine. Well, 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 okay. You've seen them all now? Uh, no. Okay, then we, we'll have to wait another episode. No, we ain't going to do it. Because, okay. You, you're still thing, short, first thing, first thing I'm going to say is, hey, it's taken me a while, but I'm starting to learn this podcasting, even though we're like 90 episodes in. Right, right. I understand about the drop, and I apologize. I should have been had this done way before, because I know this is not going to come out to after the Oscars uh, actually be on TV, because the Oscars on TV on a... No, late March. Well, it's supposed to be like March, early oh, I March. It was February. It, I thought it was coming uh, late February. It may be late February. It depends. Well, anyway, it goes. I might wind up seeing uh, three billboards and coming by your name, but <laughs> that's the only two I haven't seen. Right. Basically, I'll just give you a quick rundown on them. Out of the movies I have seen, Lady Bird is my number one go-to. Uh-huh. Get Out is second. Um... I could tell, I can't remember what was in the middle, but my worst and is... And the rest. And the rest. <laughs> my worst is is, uh, is Dark as Hour. I mean, I like Gary Oldman, but he, we really didn't need that. Okay. And uh, The Post <laughs> is very historical, but it was boring to say that you had Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep in it. Uh-huh. You know, it was just boring. Right. And um, Phantom Thread. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's skip that. Um, <laughs> It just wasn't that good. If uh, you say oh, so. I tell you. Actually, I tell you, it's pretty up there. That, but it wasn't nominated. So. I tell you, it was nominated for Best Picture. No, it was not. It wasn't? No. Nope. You positive, Robert? I am 100% positive, dude. It is not nominated for Best Picture. And you can say otherwise. That's perfectly fine. But well, name them, sir. Name, them name all the ones that got nominated? Yes, sir, if you don't mind me asking right, you. So you have uh, Dunkirk, uh, Darkest Hour. The the post, call me by your name, Phantom Thread, uh, Get Out, Three Billboards, Lady Bird, and Shape of Water. Shape of Water. I hate when you write, Robert. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it! I hate when you write. So I was just watch Italian just for the hell of it. But it should have been nominated. No, it's a good film. Yeah. I liked it, but it's yeah, it didn't get nominated for anything. But I'm glad you named the list because now I remember why I didn't. Why I forgot. Shape of Water was uh, was all right. <laughs> Um, you know they got a dildo that's that's shaped like that uh, the, the fish stick. The yeah. funny thing about shape of water, so so that joke works now for, for shape of water. You like yeah. fish sticks? <laughs> the funny thing you about like fish it, sticks, you like put them in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, she she actually did. Um, I went and watched the movie, and I sat I sat between two uh, middle aged women, like over fifty years old woman, and ten minutes into the movie, 
masturbation. And I'm sitting next to these women like, oh, Lord. Yeah, it didn't last long, though. I, yeah. don't, I don't think it was too bad. Yeah, well, I was like, oh, Lord, this is, this is really weird. I'm sitting. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I love it. When you t- it. Was this at this one, like, at a church or something? Were you fanning yourself at the <laughs> yes. end of this? Yes, I was. Oh, oh my sensibilities. I'm Herman. <laughs> Yeah, uh, whatever. That, that's it. That's all I'm gonna talk about. <laughs> it. But I get better at it, y'all. I'm learning. I'm learning. Just you know, give me like another hundred episodes, please. Okay, you know? fine. For another, that can be only one podcast. My name is Robert Rowe. Herman Omega Prime Davis. Good night, everybody. Podcast by myself. Got nobody else. It's just me. No one else. Got me. Nobody else. Just me. Nobody left but me. Hello, hello, hello. Is this mic hot? Is this not? Is this yeah, it should be on. Okay, should be fine. It was the other <laughs> mic over there. Yeah. So I gotta turn levels up and stuff to make sure that everybody hears your beautiful voice. Yeah. So what's been going on with you? Nah, nothing. Nothing. Not, not. <laughs> not, not. You seen any movies lately? We just watched two jungles. Why would I watch anything else? Uh, you know, just saying, though, you know, Netflix or something like that. Um, not really. Uh, I'm at this point where Netflix is throwing warnings at me for watching something for too long. Like they're afraid I just wasn't paying attention to the TV, so they had to put a stop on their on their own. Okay. I just been playing the Office, the U.S. Office, and then occasionally just says, "All right, you've had enough of this." Yes, yes. And then I just flip it over to something else. I watched Alter Alter Carbon the other day. Uh huh. It was all right. The whole thing? No, no, just the one first episode. Okay. I can see where they're going with it. I'm gonna check it out and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a recommendation. (laughs) <laughs> it's just the point of where where Herman's at right now. That if you wanted to check in with his life, that is that is exactly where he's at. You know what I did watch was surprisingly all right, but wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Monster trucks. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a fine film. I There's... watched it with my girls, and they was like very attentive to it. Like that was that's what the movie was made for. Right, right. But the movie cost like 120 million. There was no reason for that film to cost as much as it did. That, that's the problem. It had nothing to do with the the movie itself. It had everything to do with. The cost involved, like they weren't the going to make its money back. That was the executive. This was released in May in 2015. That was the executive's fault. That uh-huh. I think the movie got sure. Out. That's the fault. Yeah, I can't see where they spent the hundred million dollars on the film. Yeah, they it, they were the sets. I mean, if you notice, the sets were pretty exotic, and and uh, I'm guessing the CGI on it wasn't very cheap. They they didn't look like they went for a cheap version of the CGI. I do enjoy Rob Lowe playing a bad guy. Uh huh. I don't know why. Well, like he wasn't like the main bad guy. He was just there. It wasn't like a like I don't know. I, I wouldn't call him the main bad guy in that movie. But anyway, still. All right, we got enough.